More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in Monday edition, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We have got a loaded program for you on what is the 22nd anniversary of 9-11. Frank Siller will join us. I know it is a day of somber reflection for many all over the country, particularly those of us uh, who are listening in the WOR a listening area who were directly impacted on that day 22 years ago. We will talk with Frank Seller, who has done incredible work to ensure that no one ever forgets this day. We will also be talking about a big win that came out on Friday evening from the Fifth Circuit, determining that your federal government, the Biden administration in particular, had been acting to censor the opinions of Many of you out there and the larger American population as it pertained to COVID, this is potentially the most transformative First Amendment case in the 21st century. Big ruling there. We'll talk with the Attorney General of Missouri who has been involved in bringing this case that could hold Joe Biden and his administration responsible for what is actually a direct attack on democracy. Because if you cannot share your opinions... We do not have in any way a representative marketplace of ideas and a democratic process in place at all. We will discuss that also. Gavin Newsom, my boy, put down the wine and said, maybe we got a few things wrong uh, with COVID in California in his big meet the press interview. Buck, I, I, I'm interested to hear all of this. President Biden not being available to appear at 9-11. Instead, they've got Kamala Harris doing uh, the ceremonies this morning. But I wanted to start, oh, what what I think is one of the most entertaining clips to potentially ever air during a tennis match. Novak Djokovic wins his 24th major, and his championship shot was brought to you by Moderna. If you have not heard this, the one man who did not get the COVID shot winning the championship, Moderna shot of the day, you're going to love it. But I wanted to start, Buck. First of all, did you have a good weekend? Uh, exciting times down in South Florida? I, I did, thank you. I watched the tennis 
um, which, and I played some tennis, so, you know, that's the thing. You watch you it go. and you want to get out there yourself. Yeah, right. On, on the good side of things, everybody listening, they actually made mention of this as well in the championship, uh, award ceremony. Tennis, more than any other activity, there's some study that just came out, extends your life. If you really? are a tennis player, more so than jogging, swimming, those are good. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but tennis extends longevity. This was what they were talking about. At the, at the, uh, in the winner's circle at the very end. Um, but I, I have to say it's, it's frustrating to see how, uh, tennis is going very woke too. I oh, think yeah. if it was less heavily international, it's a little bit diluted because it's such an international sport. Novak Djokovic is from Serbia and people from all over the world. Um, but the 50 years of equal pay signs on the court and there's just a lot. Also, I think it's interesting. None of the commentators noted. Why isn't he at major? He probably would have won last summer too. Why isn't he at you know at major win number twenty five? Because the Biden administration had a rule, as we all know, that if you weren't vaccinated, you could not legally enter the United States. Even though at that point, by the by last summer, it couldn't have been more clear. You give people the vac, you give people the vax, and they still give people the virus. It doesn't make yes. any difference whatsoever. And we had millions of illegals pouring over the border That's without the any kicker. testing whatsoever. And they're allowed to go to school with your kids. Your kids, by the way, in New York City must be vaccinated. Illegals kids don't have to be vaccinated. I mean, you're watching the degradation of law and of, and of basic government fairness in real time here. And I know we're talking tennis and that may seem kind of extreme, but think about what they did. It is moronic beyond words. It is incomprehensibly stupid, but it was vindictive. It was vindictive because he would not bend the knee and do what they wanted. Yeah. And so they just said, screw it. You're not allowed and to it, play. It wasn't just the United States. I mean, he lost probably the Australian Open. I mean, he's going to set, uh, for those of you out there who are not tennis fans, he's going to set the all-time major record uh, Novak Djokovic has and will continue to, to add to that. But he lost what would have been several tournaments that he would have been favored to win that would have allowed him to set the record even more uh, majestically, even more likely to not be ever challenged if he had been allowed to play in them. Greatest tennis player of all time by the numbers. Yes. And, uh, avoids COVID shots and gluten. I will have you know. Doesn't <laughs> oh, wow, like I didn't glu- know that. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Very, very fastidious about his gluten free nature. We'll talk about this a little bit more. He also wore a Kobe Bryant shirt and I was watching this last night when he won with my wife and I said, I bet Kobe would have refused to get the COVID shot. And also, did you? I I I mean that. Also, did you see Matthew McConaughey in the in the box uh, when Novak won? Evidently, he's big buds with Novak. I wonder whether McConaughey refused to get the COVID shot. Nobody, to my knowledge, has really asked him. But you know, there's that overlap between sort of the Woody Harrelson hippie like. Uh, world that was very anti-COVID shot, and then also the Trump supporters that were very, like, there's that interesting overlap of people who were just pro-freedom and might be coming at it from a different perspective, and I wonder if McConaughey is actually in that camp, too, just because he's such good friends with Novak, it would seem like something that they would talk about at, at some point in time. I'm still waiting for the mass apologies, and oh, yeah. I will say, I think, do we have Fauci... Uh, do we have Fauci, this clip of him from over the weekend? I'm calling, I'm calling an audible on this one because I just was reminded of this. Maybe, maybe we have to load it up. He's now saying that the Cochrane study isn't definitive because there are other studies. The Cochrane study is truly 
a study of all the studies. Correct. And Fauci's response is, but there are other studies that say other things. And you sit there and you look at him, you're like, this man was left in charge of our pandemic. If we had been in the, if we had been in the teeth of a much more dangerous virus like the Spanish influenza, which was orders of magnitude more lethal, can you and imagine killed these far younger people, which is far scarier, specifically too, right? targeted people 20 to 40 by the numbers more than uh, the very young or the very old. Um, and if these people had been in charge, I mean, we, we might have it might have turned into like Mad Max out there on the streets. I mean, there our public health experts are third rate intellectuals and fourth rate politicians, and none of them have been held to account. None from the Trump administration era, none from the Biden administration era. Um, and even Gavin Newsom, who's out there, you know, being a communist, but a well-dressed and very smooth communist. Likeable you know? communist. He's a likeable you know? communist, I have to say. Here, here he is finally starting to, and I think it's in anticipation of some of the, the left-wing California loons are going to be like, we need to double mask. And I don't think, I don't even think California is going to go along with that fully. Remember they tried to reinstitute a mask mandate at one point. I think it was in Philly and Philly. You know, finally, basically responded finally, with, with four-letter words. So like, I don't think so. They finally stood up for it. Yes. Yeah, uh, they were like, thank you, Philadelphia. They were like, get get that out of my face. Um, here's Gavin Newsom though. When he's when he's he's pushed. It's been what three years? Well, I'm trying to think. Going on four years. Chuck Todd sitting down with Gavin Newsom, and they're having a discussion about this. Where Gavin all of a sudden is like, Yeah, man. I mean, it was just like complicated fog of war, bro. Play it. It was an interesting piece in Harper's that sort of was critical of your decisions from this perspective. You found a way to allow the motion picture industry and the sort of the movie industry to get back to work. But you didn't allow people to grieve together at funerals or at churches. And then this may be why there's such a polarized disconnect. What you prioritize, right, this is this anger between the populace and the elite. Here you prioritize this industry, but... You know, you were tougher on those that just wanted to go worship. Um, what do you say to that, Chris? I think there's a lot of humility, and we didn't know what we didn't know. And it was hardly I. Uh, it was we, collectively. I, and I think all of us, in, in terms of our collective wisdom, we've evolved. We didn't know what we didn't know. We're experts in hindsight. Whether it's Lenin's Soviet Union or, you know, go down the list, no one is ever responsible for the horrible things that happen, including the leadership, Clay, because it's a collective decision. Everybody agreed together. That is a lie and a flagrant one. Gavin Newsom, the buck stops with him in California, and what he did to that state, among other governors, what they did to their states, is inexcusable, and it was wrong top to bottom, and it showed favoritism. It was un, Not only was it wrong, it was unprincipled. I think we're being very fair if we say, okay, let's take March and April off the table. Mar- and March and April of 2020, I mean. If you say, okay, I'm not going to directly judge anyone in March and April of 2020 because it was so new, uh, the, the analysis was so early. By May of 2020, and certainly by June of 2020, all of the data that you needed to make rational decisions about COVID were readily available, and it was inexcusable in my mind to be making most of the decisions that were being made from May of 2020 on. Now, some of you out there listening are saying, Clay, you're being too kind. That we shouldn't have done with, and look, you and I argued again. <laughs> you famously got, got absolutely flambéed on social media, Buck, for saying open everything up by Easter of 2020. But, yes. uh, it, 
and that was a very reasonable opinion, and I was arguing it by then, too. Like, hey, let's get everything back to normal. We can't have non-essential. But I, I'm trying to be generous and just say, March and April, let's take March and April off the table. Every decision from May of 2020, everyone who had a functional brain had every information they needed by May of 2020. I, I was broadly treated on the Internet as though I was advocating for nuclear annihilation. Yes. Because I said, guys... Protect the, you know, protect the elderly. Everybody else get back to life. Yeah. That was 100% the right thing. Correct. And anyone who says otherwise is a liar or a moron. That was 100% the right approach. We know this from the data. We know this from reality. We know this from history. And yet, and yet, who was held accountable for any of this? Nothing. COVID task force. COVID task force under Trump was horrible. Okay. The task force was horrible. I don't think any, does anyone want to call in and disagree with that? It was. It was awful. Um, you could say those are the experts. That's what we had. Fine. But, you know, we went to COVID war with the, with the army we had and it was a disaster. And then, and with Biden, they just, they upped the ante. I was telling people in the summer of 2020, they kept saying there was, people forget this. There was a theory out there. Biden's going to pull all the restrictions. Biden's going to open everything up as soon as, and I kept looking at everybody and said, what are you talking about? They love yeah. this. They love this. They want to do more of this. They want to tell you what to do, where you can go, what your what businesses stay open and stay closed, how many shots you can get, how many masks to wear. This was like this was the ultimate dream of the Democrat Party in this country. This is basically because they're socialists and they're collectivists, and this is what they wanted. It's authoritarianism under the guise of health measures, and yet. Who has really been held? Fauci still feels comfortable going. Can we come back and do the Fauci? We come back here. I, I, I want to. Yeah. Can we do Fauci? Because this is. Yeah, and then we'll play. We'll play uh, the at the thirty. We'll have some fun with with uh, Djokovic as well. But this is important, and and I, and I do think the consequential nature of this is so important. We hoped in 2022 everybody who failed on COVID would be held accountable. Virtually no one lost their jobs over every, getting everything wrong on COVID. And this is why, Buck, we're in football season. This is why I keep using this analogy, and I think it's striking home with a lot of people. We hold high school football coaches to higher standards of job performance than we do most of our elected officials. Play, we, 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 the people that are in charge of stocking the shelves at grocery stores, we hold to a higher standard because they yeah. actually have to show do up and the do job. their jobs. They have to do their job. The people yes. that were supposed to protect us from COVID Utterly failed top to bottom. The store shelves are empty, so to speak. They utterly failed. We'll come back. We'll play the Fauci. Also, we'll have some fun with the Novak, uh, uh, the shot of the day, which I promise you guys are going to love. In the meantime, is your cell phone in desperate need of replacement? You know the sign. Short battery life forcing you to bring a charger everywhere. Cracked screen gives you glass splinters. All the issues that come with an old phone. How about a new one? Right now, you can get a 5, 5G Samsung Galaxy for free. Sign up for Pure Talk's unlimited talk, text, 15-gig data plan for just 35 bucks a month. Get a free 5G Samsung Galaxy with two-day two day battery life, edge-to-edge display, ultra-strong Gorilla Glass, plus comes with a mobile hotspot. All the data you could ever need or want for half the price of the big carriers on America's most dependable 5G network. Make the switch to Pure Talk today. Customer service standing by. Just dial... Pound 250, say Clay and Buck for your free, super durable 5G Samsung Galaxy. When you switch to Pure Talk again, pound 250, say Clay and Buck. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. The voices of sanity in an insane world. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. 
There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. We told you the Fouch was out there making the rounds on television. I mean... He's not even in government anymore. Why does he? Why does he feel the need it's to even do these interviews, Clay? You know, I, I, he, he couldn't away. find time for us. Yeah, for years he couldn't find time to come on with us. But why? Yeah, why is he still doing interviews everywhere? Fauci is like the evil lab uh, lab coat clad totalitarian Smurf of our nightmares. He will not go away. I'm back to tell you it's time to consider putting another mitigation measure. On your face. It's horrible. Here he is. I mean, you've got to hear his justification because the Cochrane study is within the medical field. If you work at the CDC, if you work at the NIH, if you work at, you know, the World Health Organization, Cochrane study is the gold standard. Okay. This is supposed to be the, the best data analysis you get in the medical field. The Cochrane study says masks have zero, zero discernible benefit based on the numbers. So what does Fauci say? 
There are other studies. Play it. Some of the studies that are confusing, the study that recently has been now quoted a lot and causing a lot of confusion is this Cochrane study, which even the people who run the Cochrane studies say that that study can be misleading because people have commented on that study saying absolutely masks don't work, which is absolutely not the case because there are a number of studies that show that masks actually do work. And there's a lot of confusion when you take a series of studies and you look at them in a meta-analysis only a couple of those studies were specifically looking at COVID. So I think we better be careful that that study that people keep talking about can be very, very misleading. There's a lot of good data that masks work. This is a BS magic show he's trying to pull here, Clay. The numbers are clear that there could be some other numbers that aren't included is always true of anything. But, I mean, masking is the foundational sacrament of Fauciism. He's never going never gonna to walk away from it. The way to bring this home, I think, for a lot of people is the idea of the Cochrane study is we look at all of these studies combined and then weight them totally so that any one individual study is not used as the one-size-fits-all one method. In other words, if you're out there and you invest, and you invest like I do, you buy S&P 500 stocks, for instance, any one of those 500 stocks may be up massively or down massively on a day-to-day basis, but the overall weighted average of the 500 moves in concert. That is the market. What Fauci is saying is, oh, there's individual. It's like if there's a bull or bear market, right, for everybody out there listening. Bull market, things are going up. Bear market, things are going down. What Fauci is saying is, oh, the market might have one direction or the other, but there are individual stocks that are doing well And so that means that you have to look at the individual stocks, not the market as a whole. Well, no, that's the exact opposite of what we should be doing. We should be looking at the totality of information, not one small segment of it. He's a liar. And a part of me wonders, Buck, to what extent he... Did you see the Fauci is a liar at at game day? Congratulations, the Alabama fans right there who got that sign in that went super viral at at the Alabama-Texas game. I loved it because he is a liar. That's the essence of all of this. I didn't see it, but of course I'm happy to know that my beloved Crimson Tide is flowing and doing such a great, right? That's the. Yes. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Well, they, they lost make... this weekend to Texas. Well, right, but... but at least they're holding Fauci to account. So yes. Roll Tide, my Crimson uh, Tide. Uh, um, Innovation <laughs> Refunds right now, by the way, is the company that is uh, helping small businesses get a tax refund through the employee retention credit. That's the ERC so often referred to. If you're a small business owner who had five or more full-time W-2 employees in 2020 or 2021, you might be eligible for an ERC tax deduction. Bill Goodman, one of the owners of Ford and Goodman, an accounting firm in a suburb of Dallas, He is a CPA, didn't think his business would qualify, then he talked with Innovation Refunds. Even a CPA like Bill understood how much of a challenge it can be to file an ERC return compared to regular income tax returns. That's why his accounting firm didn't do the ERC themselves. They brought in Innovation Refunds. They're an independent network of tax professionals, and they'll share info with you to evaluate and process your claims. Terms and conditions apply. Go to innovationrefunds.com. You can call them 1-843-REFUNDS. That's innovationrefunds.com, 1-843-REFUNDS. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Let's go ahead and have a little bit of fun with this. I was watching Novak Djokovic win the U.S. Open last night. I am a big fan of Novak. We've talked about him on this show a lot because he refused to get the COVID shot. And, Buck, he wins his 24th U.S. Open. 
sorry, 24th major, uh, which is, I don't know, the several of you, several of them are U.S. opens, but he wasn't allowed to play in the Australian open or the U.S. open because he refused to get the COVID shot. Now he had COVID a couple of times. He's obviously in what 99.99 percentile health. Uh, if you saw the guy, Take his shirt off. I mean, he's probably four or five percent body fat, if that. Um, the greatest tennis player in, uh, the world. Of all time. Yes. He's, uh, and the greatest tennis player of all time. 36 years old, I believe. Clearly did not need a shot for COVID and made the choice not to get it. And that meant that he was not allowed to play in the U.S. Open last year. Although interestingly, Buck, they let him play in 2021. Then they wouldn't let him play in 2022. Then he comes back and he wins. Moderna is spending money like crazy. Honest question for you, Buck. And this is a big picture question. I think that it's rare that we allow drug companies to advertise as much as they're allowed to advertise in the United States, right? I mean, you watch any sporting event, you watch any television program, a huge percentage of the advertising dollars that are spent are drug company advertisements, right? I mean, I'm talking about you have to get a prescription to get this. I'm not talking about over-the-counter like Tylenol or or aspirin or something like that. We allow drug companies. I mean, for a long well, time, sports, everything was, yeah, exactly. Yeah, prescription drug companies, so that means you can only get this by law from a physician who says you need it, which yes. then, of course, raises the question, why do... People in the general public have to be inundated with images of things that they're only legally allowed to get if an expert professional says you need this thing. Correct. Because what happens is, and I guarantee you there are lots of doctors out there listening to us right now who are nodding along, the reason why they're advertising is they want people to walk into a doctor's office and say, hey, I, I need X or Y, and then the doctor writes it. I mean, the branding of the drug makes the drug far more popular and valuable. And for all of you out there listening, I just would ask you to think about it. Wait a minute. If you really need medical treatment, why would you be the one who recognizes that you need that medical treatment and be walking in to get it? So the reason why I bring this up is Moderna sponsors the uh, uh, the U.S. Open. And by the way, Moderna, I'm told, also tries to buy up ads during our podcast show. People have sent me messages and been like, hey, Clay, Moderna and Pfizer are buying up ads during your uh, your Clay and Buck show, which is funny in and of itself. Yeah, I mean, hopefully we're not going to be flying around in Pfizer Force One anytime soon yeah. here, but, you know, nonetheless. We're, yeah, right. Uh, Clay and Buck brought to you by Moderna would be a tough sell, I think. But we don't – so just for everybody out there to know – because I'm sure you get some of these messages every now and then, like you, like we, Buck and I don't sell advertising on the podcast network, right? Like we are not in charge of the ads that you hear. Uh, uh, j- just FYI. Well, a lot of that is programmatic as well. It's yes, a whole other conversation. True. But but look, I and mean, the drug companies do do. Obviously, a lot of people listening to this know. I mean, drugs are keeping people alive. I mean, the pharma companies. It's more complicated than just big pharma is bad. Well, you know. If you need statins, if you need different medications, if you need things out there, yes. you're very happy that we have uh, the drug companies um, producing this stuff, clearly. But when you're looking at the at the vaccines and what happened with COVID, I mean, it turned into nobody was really responsible for the decision was made for the decision that was made to make everybody get the shot or to try to make everybody get the shot. Because the drug companies point at the administration at that time, it was the Trump administration and then 
Remember, Biden was the mandates, to be clear, obviously, but then it was the Biden administration that was ramming those shots into everyone's arms. Um, but the drug companies say, look, we just did what the federal government told us to in a moment of crisis, right? So we're, you know, that's why they got indemnified. That's why they're not, you can't be sued about this. And then the, um, administration, both of them just say, we're in a crisis and we told the drug companies go as fast as you can. And we thought that they knew what they were doing. You know, it's a little bit like, if you got a big tax problem, you go, it wasn't my fault, it was my accountant. And your accountant goes, ah, I just used the numbers he gave me. I don't know any better. Like, that's kind of the situation we're all in here with the COVID vax shot in terms of accountability. And, I mean, I wonder, what what do you think the numbers are going to be for Americans who get another round now of that, of COVID vaccine? What do you I think, think the according to Marty McCary, who came on with us and wrote this in the Wall Street Journal, I think only 20% of Americans got the most recent round of COVID booster. Do you think it'll be less than that? Yes. So yes. isn't that interesting that it effectively tracks political ideology? Because if you ask me how many people in this country are hard left, climate change, you know, all that stuff, um, I would say it's about 20% of the country. Yeah. That is just completely, you know... Women can have male genitals like they don't believe anything and they'll go along with anything that the authoritarian left uh, demands. It's about the same as what you're seeing with the covid shot at this point. Yeah, now. it's about the same. And, and I think, even I think there's people, a huge crossover is my point. Oh, yeah, I think you're 100 percent right. I think even those people are starting to dwindle. So I think it fits at 20 percent most recently. Now, what they're trying to do, and I'm not an expert in this, but I think they're trying to sink the flu shot with the covid shot right isn't that the new uh the, the new goal so you could have your yearly flu shot and your yearly covid shot and they're somehow intertwined i think that's what they're trying to do yes, i don't course. know what the latest is yeah the best model they can get and this is true for any of you starting a business or whatever this is always important you want subscription if you can yeah it. it's basically what because it is because your cost per acquisition is very high so if you can get a subscriber who's getting the product every month. Now, this also, if you want the product, it's great because you're getting it delivered every month or on the schedule you need. And so it's a win-win for everybody. But from the perspective of the COVID vaccine manufacturers, they've got to slip in the updated COVID vaccine with the flu shot so that they increase the perceived value proposition so that it becomes a normalized and repeated part of standard healthcare you just get this shot every year and they don't have to get huge capacity or rather huge adoption of this across the country for it to still be a very successful business model for them right that's right because they're just kind of updating the formula year in and year out um so yeah i mean you you can see exactly what they're doing and i mean i'll never forget reading about i think it was moderna specifically people who all these executives who during the pandemic were buying like $10 million yeah. townhouses in Boston and in the Hamptons. And you know, it was just a total, a total spending spree because they knew that was as good as it was going to get with your tax dollars. And they're also spending because they got guaranteed tax dollars from you and me and everybody out there for COVID shots that didn't work and to a large extent were worthless, you know, two or three months after they went into everybody's arms. So they're sponsoring the U.S. Open. And uh, Novak Djokovic famously said, screw you to the idea that you should have to get the COVID shot. This is what aired. I, I swear you couldn't even make this up. This is what aired on ESPN right after Novak Djokovic won. They have a segment called the Moderna Shot of the Day that is honoring Novak Djokovic. The only guy who didn't get the shot 
winning the U.S. Open. Listen to this audio. Well, we'll take you to the modernist shot of the day, and it was saving the match point. point. Oh, the match. match point to get to number 24. There were a lot of shots that were highly impactful. I mean, uh, that's you, amazing. I, it's it's amazing, amazing, isn't it? Were you watching yeah. that? Did you see that happen yes. in real time? Yes, I did. Yes. It's amazing. My you wife sit there. was like, this wasn't, is that real? And I was like, oh, let's rewind it and make sure. I'm pretty sure we just heard the Moderna shot of the day, the championship shot from uh, Novak Djokovic. The only thing that could have been better is if he had said, I'd like to thank Moderna for their worthless shot, uh, keeping me out. Like, I mean, that would have been amazing in the, in the thank you speech. Well, well you, you, you have to also, uh, if you go back and you listen to what the commentators, uh, were saying, you know, it's like, uh, McEnroe and, uh, Brad Gilbert and a couple others. If you listen to them, I, they, they make reference to Novak not in the tournament yeah. last year, but no one ever, no one ever, you think they're commentators, right? No one ever says, well, that was moronic. Yeah. They kept him out. Why? Like there, there's no, it's just kind of like, yeah, he just missed it. You know, it's like he took a sick day. But no, actually, it was a very clear Biden administration decision. And look, there at some level too, the 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 leftist Democrat mechanistic ideology of control—they're control freaks. I mean, they just want to be in charge of people, and when you and everything that you're doing, and if you push back against that, they think that you are a threat to the established order, or rather, the order that they are trying to establish. And that's that's the whole thing. You're not allowed to non-comply. Um, and Novak non-complied, and now he's got 24 championships. Yay. And then he wore like, the Kobe Bryant, because Kobe Bryant wore 24 for the Lakers out there. I actually, when I was watching that, and I turned to my wife because we were watching this uh, together when he won, I said, I bet if Kobe Bryant, this is a prediction, obviously we don't know, because Kobe died tragically like a couple of weeks before the whole COVID craziness started in the helicopter crash in uh, in L.A., I think Kobe being as good a friends with Novak as he was and as willing to challenge conventional authority, I think if he were still in, uh, alive, I think he might have been another one of those athletes along with Aaron Rodgers, Kyrie Irving, Novak Djokovic, who was willing to challenge conventional wisdom and smart enough to have looked at all the data and said, yeah, this doesn't add up, right? It takes somebody who is a rare thinker to be willing to stand up in that situation. And very rich and have the ability to yeah. maneuver around the, you know, this is the thing. There were people who were able to avoid getting the shot because it was feasible for them. There are other people who it was, you know, if you're a nurse, you're working at a hospital in New York, it was get the shot or lose your job. Now, some lost their jobs. I mean, some people in the military, as we know, think about it. We haven't even had a full accounting of all of that. No doubt. People lost their jobs over this. Yeah. Lost their jobs over what exactly? Refusing to bend the knee. Practice makes perfect. You know the phrase. Gun owners certainly know this, particularly if you take great pride in keeping your firearm skills sharp. Well, now, between range visits, you can easily practice at home with a device called the Mantis X. I've got one in my home right here, and I use it all the time. Mantis X is a firearms training system that has no ammo. It's all electronic, and it lets you improve your shooting accuracy. It simply attaches to your firearm like a weapon light. Then you connect to it via Bluetooth, uh, and it's on your cell phone. The Mantis X gives you data-driven, real-time feedback in your technique. It gives you a score to measure yourself with and guides you through drills and courses. So it's like a video game. It's fun. Like other Mantis X users, you'll see improvement within 20 minutes of using it. It's that helpful, and I know from firsthand experience. Mantis X is a must-have for every gun owner. Start improving your shooting accuracy today 
Get yours at MantisX.com. That's M-A-N-T-I-S-X.com. Download and use the new Clay and Buck app. Listen to the program live. Catch up on any part of the show you might have missed. Use your CNB 24-7 subscription to get access to the guys. Find the Clay and Buck app in your app store and make it part of your day. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills to date HealthLock has helped its members save over 130 million dollars bottom line insurance alone isn't enough to save visit healthlock.com do it today before you see another health care provider that's healthlock.com Pure Talk, the cell phone company we both rely on, is further investing in their customers without charging an extra penny. Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in more than 50 countries, too. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you. Go to puretalk.com slash buck and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash buck, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. Going to dive into politics here in a moment, um, but this is both political and COVID-related in nature, or at least the willingness to question some of what went on there. Um, RFK Jr., I, I, we had him on the show numerous times. 
And uh, there are a lot of people who were calling in at one point, or at least we were getting a, a fair number of callers who fervently believed that we should take a look at RFK Jr. Um, I was highly skeptical. And he's still in the race. Um, here he is telling everybody that he thinks he's not getting a fair... <laughs> He's not getting a fair shake from the media that much, I think, is certainly true. Play it. My polling numbers are better than Ron DeSantis and or any other candidate except for Biden and Trump. But I'm, you know, even when they talk about me on the on the DNC channels on CNN and MSNBC, they they always refer to me. My first name is Longshot Candidate. I'm not allowed on CNN or MSNBC at all. And all of the Republican candidates can go on there. Jake Tapper has said publicly that he will not do a town hall for me, even though he's done with Nikki Haley and with Ron DeSantis, so it's surreal. Now, Clay, RFK Jr., you 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 saw early on that you've you've had yep. some. I mean, I agree with him on COVID. I just think that him running against a Democrat as a Democrat is a waste of everybody's time because it's not going to happen. But he's down sixty points in the latest polling, so it's more than anyone is even behind Trump on the Republican side. He is complaining, however, about his treatment in the media. I feel like he should be expecting this. What do you think about all this? Is is the RFK moment as a Democrat, which I have to I had to keep reminding everybody, no Democrats that I knew were talking about this guy. Is it passed or is it going to come up again now that the numbers on Biden's age and infirmity and the speech he gave over the weekend? You know what I mean? Is it yeah, done an, or are we in the early stages? It's a good question. Um, I think he's 100 percent right that the fix is in. And it's a great point that he's making, like all of the Republicans running are getting town halls on CNN. I've seen a lot of uh, 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 Republicans who are willing to go on MSNBC. I've certainly seen RFK Jr. on Fox News a bunch. I think we've had him on once on this show. I can't remember if it was once or twice. I think twice. We've had him on this show. Okay, a couple times. Um, And uh, I think we'll be willing to have him on again. The fix is in. Uh, Now, the question I think, Buck, that is interesting about this is, does he get upset enough that he contemplates running as a third party. And no, that, gets very, that gets very interesting. And what is the impact of an RFK Jr. on a third party race if if he draws 15 or 20 percent that might otherwise vote for Biden? So, I mean, I'll tell you, I, I man, think that's interesting. I think that I think the history of third party candidates is essentially a candidate who will give the eventual Democrat or Republican loser an excuse for why they lost. Because to this day, people still argue over um, over Ross Perot. Who did he count? Who did he take more votes from? I know there's analysis. And, and Jill Stein. And, and, and I'm Jill still Stein. mad at the Libertarians, what they did to Trump in 20, because that's the difference in Trump winning or not in 20, if the Libertarians I mean, folks, if, the Jill, if Jill Stein doesn't run, I'm pretty sure it certainly is a lot closer for Hillary, and Hillary actually I think Hillary would have won. So for all the like, oh my gosh, the Trump, you know, magic, and it was magical, it was amazing. I'm not saying it wasn't a great moment in 2016. I was actually in happiness shock for a day. I was like, what? I was walking around New York City in the Flatiron District where I lived at the time. And Clay, it was like, it, and the, the, honestly, the only thing it reminded me of, um, cause I was in college during 9-11. Obviously today's our remembrance of 9-11. We'll talk more about that with, uh, Frank Stiller, Tunnel to Towers in the next hour. But it really reminded me of the aftermath of Hurricane Sandy. Um, because people were walking around in this daze. They weren't really, you know, after 9-11, people were terrified. There was a whole other level, right? But after Sandy, most people I saw walking around the streets 
a lot of them had lost power. They and they were just sort of confused and trying to find a place and where to go, and they couldn't use the elevators and you know to get up to the 40th story where they live and all this kind of stuff. When Trump won in 2016, that's what it was like in Manhattan walking around. People were just total shock. Yeah, yeah, and and. Look, we'll see, because I still feel like 2024, if it's Trump-Biden, is going to be so close that on the margins, you know, what the no-labels uh, party decides to do, does Robert F. Kennedy Jr. get so frustrated at the way that he's being blocked by the DNC that he decides he wants to run as a third party? Does Trump flirt with RFK Jr.? Could you see, Buck, just tossing it out there, could you see a world where RFK Jr. says Trump is the better candidate than Joe Biden? Just tossing uh, I think, it out there. I don't. I don't think so. But if the Democrats continue to give him the stiff arm and not let him get a fair say, he may decide. You know, he's just going to take the DNC and take a sledgehammer to it. I don't know. More than a movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.